What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, this is Angelisa Chandler, Biblical Counselor and the Care Ministry Associate here at New Vision Baptist Church, and I'm so glad to be on the podcast with you guys today. Well, we have been in this journey in the book of Acts, and it has been so much fun um, just going through this verse by verse. So I hope you guys have been keeping up with us day by day and walking through this amazing book with us. Um If not, I'll kind of catch up where we are today. We are going to be in Acts 27, chapter 27 today. Um, But we find ourselves in the middle of this journey with Paul. So Paul has been going out and sharing the gospel and really um, started this church. He calls the way um, and is really on fire for telling people the gospel about Christ and how his resurrection has not only just impacted himself, but also he just has this desire to share with others how much Christ can impact others and bring them to salvation. So he's just super passionate about this and has been sharing this with everyone. But as we see on this journey, he has been kind of hit with this crossroads with a bunch of people, the Jews actually, um, that are really trying to plot to kill him. So he's been sent to several different rulers just to really, um, put him on trial so that they can find him guilty. And over and over and over again, we see that these rulers really cannot find any charges that will deserve death or imprisonment for Paul. So they're all in this predicament. So today we will read in Acts 27, and we're actually going to split this up into three parts over the next three days. So I hope you guys stay with us. Today we're going to read the first part, verses 1 through 12, and really look at where we're headed in this journey that Paul is going to take on the way back to Rome. So read with me, if you will, in Acts chapter 27, starting in verse 1, going through uh, verse 12. I'll be reading through the NIV. And I will have to ask real quick, go ahead and just ask for apologies because some of these names of some of these ports and places are going to get me tongue-tied. But here we go. When it was decided that we would sail for Italy, Paul and some other prisoners were handed over to a centurion named Julius, who belonged to the Imperial Regiment. We boarded a ship from Admartium, about to sail for ports along the coast of the Providence of Asia, and we put out to sea. Archerus, a Macedonian from Thessalonia, was with us. The next day we landed at Sidon, and Julius, in kindness to Paul, allowed him to go to his friends so that they might provide for his needs. From there we put out to sea again and passed to the Lee of Cyprus, because the winds were against us. When we had sailed across the open sea off the coast of Cilicia and Pamphylia, we landed at Myra in Lycia. There the centurion found an Alexandrian ship sailing for Italy and put us on board. We made slow headway for many days and had difficulty arriving off Sindias. When the wind did not allow us to hold our course, we sailed to the Lee of Crete opposite Salmon. We moved along the coast with difficulty and came to a place called Fairhavens near the town of Lycia. 
Much time had been lost and sailing had already become dangerous because by now it was far after the fast. So Paul warned them, Men, I can see that our voyage is going to be a disastrous and bring great loss to ship and cargo and to our own lives also. But the centurion, instead of listening to what Paul said, followed the advice of the pilot and of the owner of the ship. Since the harbor was unsuitable for winter, the majority decided that we should sail on, hoping to reach Phoenix and winter there. This was a harbor and crate facing both southwest and northwest. All right, guys, sorry for the jumbled words there, but hopefully you guys were able to read along um, about the story of Paul sailing out for Rome. So I first want to go ahead and just point out in the very beginning of this journey, it says um, that this centurion named Julius um, was with Paul and actually allowed Paul to bring some friends on board. Um, well, it was common back then for Roman soldiers to be the ones to transport prisoners that were waiting trial. So it was not surprising that this centurion or Roman soldier was there with Paul. But interesting enough, Paul found favor with this soldier um, and he actually was granting him some really, really cool things like allowing his friends to come in and help him and to to nurture him. So that was really neat. Um, if we think about that, that really points us to Paul's character and how he displays Christ's love even through the worst circumstances. Um, this centurion really had to think highly of Paul to allow some of these things on board. Um, so for him to allow that was a really great display of Paul's nature. Well, I just want us to stop really quick and ask ourselves, like, how do we act when we're treated unfairly? Paul has been treated unfairly time after time, and now he's going on this crazy journey um, and this, this really long sail back to Rome. And how would we respond in those times? Would we be just frustrated? Um, I, I've heard this many a times in the counseling room that people are just depressed and have high anxiety over just their circumstances and where, where they're at in life. And we find ourselves here a lot. But Paul, even through this journey, really trusted the Father. He really understood who God was and was able to still show the love of Christ even through this really difficult circumstance. So as we push through and continue on reading the, the rest of the story here, we see that some time went on. Um, he was there for quite some time and they were on um, the sea for probably longer than expected and winter was arriving. So Paul decided to speak out of experience to tell the soldiers and to tell the crew um, that it would be dangerous to continue sailing, that, that winter was coming and they should probably stop. There was a port nearby. And so he was warning them and giving them this heat of warning. Um, actually, 1 Corinthians 11.25 tells us that Paul had already experienced three shipwrecks. So he really kind of knew what he was talking about. But as we see, this soldier decided to trust in the captain of the ship and even did a kind of a poll amongst the people. And they all decided that it would be best just to push on. But we think about why. It says here at the end of this section that the reason why was this port was not suitable for the winter. So basically, they were trying to find the most comfortable place because they didn't want to be stuck there in this really small port that was uncomfortable all winter long. They were actually thinking about their comfort 
more so than what the smart decision would be. And this is true about us today. How often do we choose our comfort over God's warnings in our lives? You know, it's kind of like when God tells us in the word that we should wait for intimacy with our boyfriend or girlfriend until marriage. But many times we choose the comfort of today instead of thinking of the long-term heartache that it might cause or, or the joy that we could have if we would wait. Or maybe it's that substance that we run to every time we've had a bad day just to get our mind off of our circumstances instead of thinking of the consequences of tomorrow. Over and over and many times we choose our comfort over God's will and God's way and God's warnings in our life. I'm not talking to you guys, but this is so true. There were many times when I would choose to sleep in instead of spend time with God in the morning. Man, we really, we really want comfort. Our whole world is about comfort these days. So I hope that we can see through these verses today, this contrast between Paul and the satyrians. Are we trusting God or are we trusting or desiring our comforts instead? What should be greater? Well, I know this was kind of a, a short part because we're splitting this up into three sections today, but I hope this is really encouraging to you guys to really start taking a look at two things. First, how are you responding to the difficult circumstances in your life? Are you actually still trying to look like Jesus every day by loving others and, and really just loving people well, even though it's hard? Or are we taking it out on other people and, and actually treating them poorly and, and maybe even um, just putting our frustrations out on them? How are we acting? And secondly, how are we responding? Are we trusting in God's plans or is our desire for comfort much greater? Well, guys, I hope this really makes you stop and think today as we read through this first part of chapter 27. But please come back tomorrow because tomorrow we are going to see how the centurion's decision actually turns out. So I'll see you all back here on the podcast tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.